Hello, it's your boy, Eduardo Jackson, CEO, founder, and creator of the Cinema Draft Game. And once again, we've got the Giraffe Mom's favorite back in the house, the Hebrew Hammer. Say hello to the people, Hebrew Hammer. Thank you for having me back, Giraffe Mom. Shout out. <laughs> so I'm back to talk about it. That's right, that's right. Otto's little love, you lean in, we appreciate it, but we'll just jump right into it. I'll share my screen real quick so we can see all the action that is going on. And yes, we had quite an exciting weekend in the game. Uh, it, was, it was quite a, a finish, quite a photo finish. I say that only because uh, there's, there's one very pivotal game, which was our movie, which was not reporting it. Oh, wow. We already got some signups. All right. Good stuff. We're off to a good start this week. Um, but in the feature presentation, you know, the, the, the big money uh, tournament, the one we all look to, we had some, we, we had a, quite a, a photo finish down the stretch because your name was not reporting uh, even weekend estimates. So it came down to the actuals and the scoring. And let me tell you, I am very excited to, to see how you uh, how Gamble 24-7 leapfrogged from damn near back <laughs> of the pack <laughs> with six with uh, six uh, guys, uh, six actors from your name, um, which did surprisingly well in the second weekend. It shed in about maybe 20 or 30 screens, but still had 733,000 to give Gamble 24-7 the win in the feature presentation. Let's take a look at his call sheet real quick. And what do you see here, uh, Hebrew Hammer? What, what, was it truly just the strength of your name? That, that I, the victory? Yeah, I think what happened was everybody else seemed, including myself, went at least four pack of Colossal. And had we all gone four pack or more of your name, who knows? I mean, the, it, we might have had a tie at first place. I, yeah, I absolutely. Was, it, 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 he, it was his four pack with the headliner stack in there of your name, which helped. He had a similar strategy to a lot of the top players, which had the 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 Stars and Scrubs uh, lineup uh, call sheet of Fade and the Furious, Beauty and the Beast, and Boss Baby headliners, and then also uh, getting a get, getting a headliner stack of Colossal was pretty popular as well. And then what really kind of surprised me was that he's totally punted the limited release this this week. He's he's could not care he could care less about the limited release. He just gave it a min price, uh, yep. min salary of Laura McKillop, and that was that was the difference, huh? Yeah, I, you know, I'll be, I'm surprised, to be honest with you, that Beauty didn't do more. Uh, Boss Baby actually brought in more because I stacked both headliners for Boss Baby and it mm. ended up paying off there. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know anybody, I think, that made a limited play uh, for the points this week. You had to have Fast in there, and then it came down to which platform, you know, were you going to ride to the finish line. And Absolutely, and, and, I, and I think where I made a mistake was where I probably gave a little too much uh, – uh, credence to the limited mattering at all because it seemed like that the the, the invoke move from the top players was just a totally punt limited release as you did as well and this is your call yeah. sheet uh you just totally just got a headliner from from limited release you know and then you're like yeah i'm good <laughs> that's yeah that's exactly it i mean when it when i made this call sheet i i, I had to have fast i mean that was a, a lock um mathematically you couldn't do too fast even anybody regardless of headliners and uh, I, I honestly think Colossal underperformed. I thought it was going to do better this week than it did. Um, I thought that it may edge out uh, or do roughly the same numbers as your name. So, you know, I thought that the, the lower price for that movie was the better way to go. But obviously, uh, myself and a handful of us were wrong on that. So, <laughs> you know. 
Yeah, it, is, it was really tied up top, though, too, and, and it was really fun. It was a really fun sweat, um, probably one of our, our closest, most exciting sweats ever, mostly because of the, the hijinks going on in the group chat. If you all haven't <laughs> joined the group chat yet, feel free. It's public group chat. We, we do get a little, little raucous in there. We do like throw up our side bets and our whiteboards. <laughs> yes. I believe you actually posted in the chat uh, Sunday – that this thing was all but over, and I had to remind you that we had no idea where your name was, and all I needed was a strong weekend. Little did I know, Gamble was lying in the weeds also, but um, that that was definitely the decider. Yeah, some some pretty some pretty excited call sheets this week. Let's also take a look at our ring balls, who had a pretty strong uh, call sheet. This one, he also he went big on Colossal. He six packed Colossal, and Colossal. We I, I guess we thought it would give us colossal returns and it, I wouldn't say it totally disappointed, but it definitely, uh, I, I mean, well, it was, only, I guess it was only on a hundred screens. I guess it did fine. Cause let's, I mean, to, to, to take a look at the tape as it were, it looks like colossal pretty much did do a decent per screen average. It did. Yeah. 4,700 per screen average, which is fine. It's on 98 screens. So, you know, it's, it, it did so, but, but the fact it was only on 98 screens versus, you know, your name, which had 292 screens. I mean, you could see just the difference there. I mean, per, your name had about ha about half the per screen average, but yet still did you know, almost double the box office. So it was a numbers game that week. So that was a good, that was a good call sheet by our boy ring balls. And actually let's get to the call sheet of the week real quick. Let's, uh, this is, this is last week's call sheet of the week. Actually, we, the most recent one. There it is. We actually had a tie. We had a tie. Basically, they had the same strategy. Go ahead. You want to uh, talk about the call sheet of the week a little bit? Uh, well, yeah. It was. The, I believe it's the one that Gamble took down the feature presentation with, and I think Ringballs had it in uh, the gaffer. I believe. Yes. Uh, he didn't make it in the no, Ringballs had the background talent, and uh, Gamble had it in the gaffer, okay. yes. Okay. Yeah, so – I actually can't see it. Hold on a second here. I'm going to get up close and personal for a minute. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> uh, Beauty and the Beast. The yeah, I mean, the strategy is the same across the board. I think you had to have the fast headline, the cheapest of the two fast headliners, and they just had the right pick with the with the gamble on platform. Because I, I don't know anybody. I couldn't find any numbers going into the weekend on your name. I did it solely based on the amount of volume it did for the first opening week, which was unreal. Right. At I think 1.6 <laughs> or 1.7, and figured even if it took a drop off, it's got to do well, and obviously it worked out well for these guys. So, yeah, and, and as and as the the, the guy who creates town pool each week, it's, it's always a little scary for me when I can't get reliable information on on a, a release. I mean, you know, no one wants to get like a min result. No one wants to get like. Uh, uh, you know, one uh, one point or one point four zero one point four zero points for a headliner. But you know, so I was so I did kind of with with my own call sheet. I did do uh, a, I think a six pack of your name in like maybe the gaff or something. But I couldn't I I couldn't bring myself to do it in the feature presentation. I couldn't do it. <laughs> too much side bets running uh, in the in the group chat. Too too much too much side bets. I, I couldn't quite get myself there. Uh, well, oh, speaking of the side bet king, Jay Devlin's call sheet, yeah. always a treat. And I think I did. I think I did mention in the um, <laughs> in in the recap that it was a strong call sheet, but it had a, a couple of weak spots. And and what do you what do you think that, that kind of kept him out of the top five this weekend? Let's see, Boss Baby, that's solid. Uh, Fate, Limited. I think he put too much em emphasis on Limited. Honestly, I mean, yeah, I guess that, it, yeah, way too much money for Limited. Uh, you know, you missed out on on points there, and. 
you know, I don't know. I hate to keep repeating myself, but if you didn't have your name, you weren't going to win anything. Yeah, you know? this is true. And, and, and still, he wasn't even that far off the pace either. I mean, it's no. he was still, you know, I mean, we're all within like 20 points of first. Uh, between, and you, you came in second by only by less than four points. I mean, it's, yeah. let's get, we were seeing some really good strategy. I, you know, and just, you know, pat myself on the back a second. I snuck into the top five. So, well, let me, let me, as you, you just mentioned, making the talent pool. So, why this week? You can't you, – why Why when Beauty came out knowing what a monster that was going to be, um, or a beast, should I say, why Why were we able to stack two headliners from that, but Fate, you didn't want to go that route? I mean, you, you knew that mathematically it was impossible to get two from Fate. Right. There. So yes. the strategy almost forced it. In my, for anybody who's played the game enough times now and has, has gotten acclimated, the strategy was almost laid out by you if you just followed the, the clues. I mean, you had to have a Fate. And after that, you kind of were locked in on picking another wide and going, you know, uh, the, the direction that everybody went. True, and and the re- so the 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 idea behind having behind having uh, Fade the Furious so expensive is that it, by far, I mean there was there really was no competition. There really wasn't any. Um, uh, there, there really wasn't uh, uh, any any kind of like secondary film that would take a big chunk out of Fade, of Fade the Fierce. And, and, and I will in right. here for for Momo and Nick listening at home because I know they I know they want to. Uh, I'm gonna get on camera for this one for Momo and Nick listening at home. I was wrong. You were right. As far as for the poll and uh, bring brings back to the to the poll real quick uh, that we did. We had on our hour long. We had the poll of the over under for Fade the Furious. Um, it was going to be whether it's going to be uh, 100 million or 130 million or more. I was adamant. I thought it was going to hit 150. I was so excited for this movie. I saw it in D box at Thursday night too. I thought the word of mouth would be crazy. And it only did 98 million. Now it wasn't a disappointment. I'm sure they all wanted to crack. You know, uh, you know, was it three, six figures? There's too many zeros. You know, nine figures, whatever uh, at box office. But um, you know, so I was wrong on how on how much it was going to do and. I basically figured that that there's no movie that's going to come within you know 50 or, or 60 million though, and, and none really did. So I figured that you only deserve to get one of them in. After that, you had to figure out the rest. And I think it was it was a pretty fun strategy because it it, uh, it showed the creativity, the pure creativity of all these kind of call sheets. It wasn't it wasn't a week where where there was one you know bonafide you know uh, winning strategy out the gate. Like we it ended up being your name was the winning strategy, but it wasn't obvious. Right. That you, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, well, the losing strategy, unfortunately, to those watching who are on the bottom, is to completely fade fate. I don't know what, I mean. G-Nice! <laughs> what are you doing? That may be worse than me fading Beauty and the Beast. Um, I just, there's just no, you can't, you, you, I don't know why you played this. You, you can't win without a headliner from Fade of the Furious. You just can't do it. <laughs> yeah. So, it's just, you know, what's funny, though, is I believe it set a record uh, globally, did it not? Yes, I think it did. What was it five hundred and thirty-two million, something like that, uh, which globally? Means, which is which means a good amount of money came from overseas for a movie that's been primarily driven here at home, which is pretty crazy. So, yeah, and I, I mean, just and just to go into the into the the politics of Hollywood a little bit. I mean, it's not without like planning. I mean, you have you know, global icons and like The Rock and Vin Diesel, of course. But then I think back in like the fifth movie or so, they got in their head like, okay, we need to we need to definitely diversify the cast do very sexy locations around the globe. So each year they're like going different places. And I think that's what makes it really fun. I'm, I always like, like when they opened up in Cuba this year, I mean, that was awesome. And they actually shot yeah. in Cuba, which is great. Now the embargo's lifted and it was, it was a really cool flavor. <laughs> and you, you, you saw the movie over the weekend, correct? Yes. 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 
Yeah, I mean, you had to add fun globe tribe, and then the movie before that, they were in like fucking Dubai, like jumping skyscrapers. I mean, it's 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 really definitely it's almost like the the James Bond of of auto films, and I'm I'm there for it. It's come a long <laughs> way from the Busta and Tuna sandwiches, that is for sure. Yeah, exactly. Or, or street racing in the San Fernando Valley. Yeah, we're we're yeah. we're good. <laughs> All right, so so let's take a look at some of these movies coming out this week. We've got. Uh, the, the Catherine Heigl mess, unforgettable. Uh, the Promise, which looks like a, a small. Well, this is what kind of throws me. It's, I've seen advertising for The Promise. It's historical fiction. I think it's about. Uh, I think it's. Uh, is it set in Azerbaijan or something? Basically, I think it's the extermination, or the attempted extermination of. Um, of uh, I'm gonna get this wrong. Uh, actually, let's look it up real quick because I don't want to get history wrong like that and get people <laughs> mad at me. But uh, Christian Bale, Oscar Isaac. Uh, and it's about the yes, the Ottoman Empire. There we go. Um, you know, tr basically the, uh, trying to a love triangle. American journalist. Well, anyway, I, that sounds something a little bit different. But anyway, historical fiction about <laughs> um, about, about the Ottoman Empire and I guess trying to get out the Turkish people or something, trying to kill the Turkish people. So I'm not sure it's really a date movie. Not really sure why it's on 2,000 screens. So that's a little bit. I will not. I, will, I won't be surprised if at Theater Lock this dips down into limited release category. To be honest with you, Born in China, which I almost thought about not putting the town pool because it only has two actors. It's got uh, two different narrators for the different markets, but it's it's uh, Earth Day coming up. Uh, Earth Day always does well at the at the box office, so we thought I'd throw that out there. Uh, Phoenix Forgotten, which actually this little red thing reminds me I need to add a few actors to that, but Phoenix Forgotten, I believe. Limited release, another kind of strangely odd, uh, odd wide, wider release than probably should be noted. Yeah, it looks like more like found footage type of uh, 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 movie. It looks, no one you've heard of. What are you doing? What are these distributors just want to lose money? I don't understand it. Okay. Uh, and and then also we've got uh, that was last week we got Free Fire which actually looks interesting. I'm still unclear on how many screens going to be on. I'm guessing it's going to be platform and they might roll it up bigger. That one stars Brie Larson, Academy Award winning Brie Larson. There we go. And um, Charlotte Copley, you know, of South African descent, who always makes some really interesting vocal choices. He, uh, you have you ever seen? Um, do you see District Nine? He was the lead in District Nine. No, I know of the movie. I've never seen it though. So yeah, that was, that was, that was a fun. One. I, I dabbled on the mobile uh, side of things this morning, just taking a look at what the town pool looked like, so I could start formulating a strategy. And I noticed sweet. Thanks for the plug. Really mobile working just fine right now. <laughs> yes, <laughs> mobile's working fine, and uh, I wanted to see if there was anything out or anything falling below, honestly, where I could get to uh, fate fate in, and I realized. That for the second week I cannot. So yes, I, I put my phone down. <laughs> damn straight. I'll wait till I can get to the laptop to figure out what I'm going to do. But yes, and then actually looking at some of the low, low priced uh, risk reward kind of wide releases that movies that maybe shouldn't be, like you said, may change come theater lock, but. Yeah, and speaking of that, actually, let's let's sort by salary for a second, just out of curiosity. Uh, generally, well, you know, actually, no, I'll keep it ways. Generally, I like to um, get uh, get the grid up uh, by weeks of release, so we kind of see what's up first uh, to begin with. And and so, in speaking of you know that Phoenix Forgotten a moment ago, I mean, this is like, like I said, risk reward. Yes, it's on fifteen hundred screens. I don't know why I've not heard, I haven't seen any kind of advertising for this movie. But so I was we priced it at damn minimum price. 
But then you've got a movie like, say, The Lost City of Z. Now, it says it's going to be on 500 screens, which if it holds exactly 500, it still qualifies for platform, and that would be the coup of the week. That would probably, you know, max stack uh, Lost City of Z if I could, because just look at the look at the Boffo returns uh, per screen last weekend for Lost City of Z. Lost City of Z per screen average. By far, 28,000. Now, obviously, it's not going to hold if, it's, if it scrolls up to 500 screens, but even if it does half that, which I think is, is you know, quite possible because it's a critical darling. I've heard lots of hype about it on The Watch and other podcasts I listen to. The buzz is strong. Charlie, it's about to be Hunnam season, damn it. King, King Arthur's coming next in, in like three weeks. It's about to be Hunnam season in this bitch. Lost City Z, Charlie Hunnam, a.k.a. Jax Teller from <laughs> Sons of Anarchy. And if you do 10,000 per screen at 500 screens, you're looking at, like, was it 5 million a screen? So, yeah, it's, it's about to be Hunnam season up in here. Yeah, 5 million, which would be, like, 50? 50? 50? Draft, uh, draft, uh, draft points. Cinema draft points? And, and at, 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 um, <laughs> And that freaking um oh my god seventy per headliner oh my god please stay at five hundred this is gonna be four ninety four we'll take it because it's gonna be I mean it's about to be Hunnam season up in this piece if we can get that at that you're giving price. a lot of information out on this on this review here sir yeah, well I mean it's, I mean honestly I'm just kind of going off the top of my dome either I don't have any notes or anything but I just I've been clocking Lost City Z I'm looking forward to it I know it's playing at, at the at, what was it the AMC Town Square you know down South Strip so you know I might check it out this weekend hell you know I'm, I'm looking for a movie to watch post lock on Thursday you know this might be my movie it looks Indiana Jones ish as far as adventure goes <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm there for it well what movies are you looking out for this weekend Hebrew Hammer besides I'm, the obvious I'm actually, I'm actually not. Um, I will not be in the theaters at all this weekend. So everything that I've actually wanted to see, I have seen. Um, and I will wait for probably, in all honesty, I may wait till Star Wars comes out before I have anything that draws me that I have to go to the theaters. Till December? Okay. <laughs> for those, for those studio heads who are listening, who are looking to invest in the Cinema Draft, his, the Hebrew Hammer's the taste do not reflect that of our average movie goer. <laughs> look, I, I will spend the money on the movies. I just, I mean, it was a hot season this last season for me. There was a lot of things that I, I really liked and I saw, but it's really nothing's jumping out right now. No, I hear you. I hear you. I mean, obviously, I'm, I go every week, not just not just for market research, but also because I love the movies. But I am I am looking forward to uh, King Arthur. That's definitely on my radar. Um, and there's there's still a couple that that are out here that I'm still kind. Of, I'm, I'm interested in Gifted. I want to see Gifted. Believe it or not. I guess I should say King Arthur, which probably would be on my list. Gifted, I'll have to see because the wife wants them. So ah, there you I'll go. Yes. Star Wars. Hey, let's let's get her playing the game. Possibly, yeah. does she does she play games at all? Is she interested in, in in movies and stuff like that? Yeah, I mean, she's a DraftKings player, so I'm sure I could get her on. Oh yeah, let's let's see. I mean, we've got like two or three working couples up in this piece. Uh, Smart Ash, who we've actually missed the last uh, few weeks. Um, hopefully, she'll be back in the game this week. Uh, she and Ringballs are are a couple. The 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 reigning um the the reigning king and queen, uh, Jay Bird and Kelly. Uh, there, there are our Canadian uh, adventures up there, and yeah, so I'm I definitely uh, as I like to. We have an actual ad that says the couple that drafts together lasts together. So uh, definitely I take a look at. There you go. De- definitely uh, take a look at uh, Lost City of Z. If, you, if, the, if you're looking for something for the wife, uh, Zookeeper's wife sounds a little depressing, but you know, historical fiction. I'm usually kind of there for it. 
I actually didn't see Power Rangers. I'm, I'm mildly interested. I could, you know, if it's like a slow Wednesday, which hasn't existed for the past few weeks, but if I get a slow Wednesday, I might check out Power Rangers. That's still out there. And as far as the game goes, I mean, it looks like Get, you know, actually, I'm, I take that back. I'm looking to see Get Out again. I actually have a friend I want to take to see Get Out. Um, I think she'd really enjoy it. That was, that people was, haven't seen that yet. I know, right? Have you you've seen Get Out, right? Yes. There's people who haven't? <laughs> Yeah, and yeah, apparently not because this sucker keeps chugging along. It's 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 still. I mean, look at per screen, twenty first per screen, about two thousand per screen, which is not bad in like its third month of release. That's that's banana. So two point nine million is actually second in limited releases um, uh, for for our game. So that's it's it's still doing its thing, man. Get out is still is still out there. I'm actually guesstimating that it will drop oh, and of course I lost my <laughs> I lost my uh, joint but I'm guesstimating it's going to drop to about maybe mm, I don't know uh, 300 or so screens um, and I mean uh, three, I'm gonna drop about maybe three or four hundred screens about maybe eight or nine hundred and it'll probably still do about I don't know two million so you know you never know it's it's got some good stuff out there uh, for the people um, and yeah, any, any parting shots, uh, Hebrew hammer, uh, while we wrap this up, I mean, a lot of good stuff to look out for. I'll do a more detailed shot list with my recording tonight. We've got the tripod back, the WBW plus also, um, uh, what's his face? Uh, Oh, G nice. Of course. Oh, no, it looks like we lost the Hebrew hammer. Um, but that's that's all right. Uh, we, we really enjoyed having him and his takes. Hopefully, that'll satisfy the draft bomb. And and on our way out, of course, you know, it's one to you know tip you guys to to uh, check out the movies and everything. Um, check out what's what's trending at the box office is the WBW. Uh, like to say, you know, ch- check out the the zeitgeist. What's in the What's what's in theaters and everything? Make sure to have all your friends come sign up for the game. We you know, we are looking for making expansion next week. Hopefully, we'll be able to widen up the the player pool, so, uh, fill up these tournaments and contests. Go to cinemadraft.co. That is cinemadraft.co. Uh, follow us on all of our social media. Make sure you find uh, an outlet for you to follow our movies and follow our all the things we're looking into. It is a very much a fun game. I'm kind of flailing here. I had some technical difficulties, but really enjoyed having Hebrew Hammer in again. And between now and our next podcast, make sure you subscribe and everything. Tell all your friends. But of course, between now and the next podcast, go see a movie or something.